Good afternoon, baseball fans. It is March 5th, Sunday, March 5th, and this is episode four, episode four, I am I can read, um, with special guest host Rob Fontenot. Good. Hi, Rob. How are you? Good. How's it going? Good. A little bit different background than what we're used to seeing, but that's okay. We like it. We like to improv so, over here. So we went to eat after church. <laughs> and while we're driving here, I'm like, there's no way. There's no way we can eat and make it home on time. I'm like 20 minutes away from the house. And then our friends are like, hey, we already got tables. And it was just taking so long. I thought I could make it, but I can do it in the truck. Everything's cool. <laughs> hey, we, hey, we like that. Like I said, we, we like to improv here. Um, so again, guys, welcome to Back That Astros Up. I know normally you guys are used to seeing Shelby. Obviously, that is not Shelby. That is Rob from the Astros Baseball Podcast. Um, and he is graciously filling in for Shelby today as Shelby is enjoying the Shriners Baseball Classic that I'm super mm -hmm. jealous about. But, you know, show must go on. So I'm jealous, um, too. Right? I, it's it's gorgeous out there right now. And um, I think, I don't remember, I think. I don't know if she's watching this afternoon's game. I assume she's watching this afternoon's game, hence she, or she would be here. But um, earlier today, it was Michigan and Louisville, and Louisville's trying to trying to quote unquote sweep. So, anyways, you guys did not tune in for Shriners baseball talk, though. You you tuned in for Astros talk, right? That's right. So, um, Rob, have you been able to check out any spring training games? Yes, I have. Not too many. It's like when they, they're first coming out, I, I was watching all of them, and then work kind of gets in the way because they play during the day. Right, right. But that, I, that I do, work, man. Yeah, I do know who's been doing well, though. Oh, that's good. That's good. I like that um, while we were talking about what we were going to discuss on the show, uh, Rob sends me notes and whatnot. I'm like, look at you being very prepared. And in my head, I was like, I'm definitely not this prepared for our show. So good for you, Rob. <laughs> I'm very prepared. Uh, you I show are. Tom the notes, and he's like, "You're very well prepared, sir." I said, "I know. It's just how I am. It's one of my strengths." It, it, it is. It is. So, um, we will get into it. I've been watching a lot of the spring tr spring training. If um, the Astros are not "quote unquote" on, I've been listening to the radio broadcasts, and not gonna lie, I kind of miss. I kind of miss seeing the team. Kind of miss seeing the team, like with my eyeballs, and not just having to like listen to the games. But regardless, I've been watching the watching the games, listening to the games, and if that if those aren't happening, I'm listening and watching to other games. So, but anyhow, um, most of our most of our boys were in today's game. Were you able to catch any of that? No, I went to no. church. Oh, that's right. That's right. I, I I didn't know if you were one of those people, Rob, that like were technically in church, but then like had an earbud in and was like listening to the game. No, you know, I I didn't assume, Rob, that you that you were one of those guys. You were like focused in on the sermon. Sermon? Lesson? Obviously, I'm sermon. Yeah, sermon. I'm a very big churchgoer. Obviously, I know I got, what they are. I got, what the I got my nice baby blue and dark blue uh, Hawaiian shirt on to go to I like church. It. I like it. I like it. Um, so as of right now, our boys are up, uh, six to one in the, and it's about to be the top of the eighth. Oh, excuse me. Top of the seventh. I think. Is that, is that top where, oh, it's the middle of the seventh. There we go. We're, we're at, we're at the pitching change. Um, and let's see. Oh, look at you. Force Whitley. Force Whitley allowed a walk, a force out, a fielder. Oh, CJ Stubbs making a name for himself, cutting down a runner. Jeter yeah. down, hit by a pitch, and then a lineout. So look at you, Force Whitley. So now we're about to be at the bottom of the seventh. And most of our starting lineup was, were, was in, we're in, we're in the, the it, starting lineup. It was, the big, uh, lineup there it was the big boys today, right? It was. It was the big boys today. Uh, Altuve, Pena, Maldonado, you know, normal, normal Maldonado in, in the three spot. Uh, yeah. Bregman, <laughs> Tucker, and then Abreu, Hensley, uh, Madris, and Melton got a got a start in center field today. So, um, oh, by the way, guys, normally on the Back That Astros Up show, uh, Shelby and I have drinks. Today, oh, today I do have a drink, and um, it is a cranberry lemonade vodka. I see. 
Ice tea. I'm going to. Uh, I'm. I'm going to um, assume there is no alcohol in that, Rob. Uh, no. Because you know that would be bad. We don't. We don't condone the drinking and the driving. Okay. We're just the just the drinking whilst parked it at how at home where you don't have to drive. None of that now. Yeah. So, um, if you are new to the show, odds are there will be f bombs. Obviously, drinking and uh, probably some inappropriate adult humor because that's that's my brain. That's how I roll. Anyhow, probably none for Rob because he is you know like an actual grown up. Um, that you know, <laughs> just, just just me over here. My wife might argue that point that I'm. Does, <laughs> she's like, no, 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 you don't. You obviously don't know Rob that well, then. <laughs> yeah, we talked on our show that I have two different. There's two different Robs. It's podcast Rob and real life Rob. And Tom said, I really want to see real life Rob. Oh, maybe real life Rob can you know make a make an appearance at the the meetup that we're gonna have in the at the end of May, Rob. That it'd be like some um, special surprise guest. Yeah. That'd be nice. That'd be awesome. So that way, that way you can kill two birds with one stone. Tom can see real life Rob and also like be like, hello, I'm here. And then we can all just meet you in person too. That would be delightful. He met me in real life when he came to my house, but I guess I was still very subdued, but. (laughs) Well, maybe it takes time. You're like an onion, Rob. Like there's different layers. Yeah. Or or birthday cake. I feel like a birthday cake is is a better layer. Yeah. Description, comparison. Anyhow, um, so anyways, yeah, our our big boys were in the lineup today. Jose Altuve finally um, got his first hit, got his first two hits, actually. So, you know, my whole, is Jose Altuve cooked? We all knew that he wasn't. It's just going to take him a a tiny bit. And he did. He got his first two hits today. So he, you know, he got his his knocks. Uh, Kyle Tucker, obviously doing very well. And then um, the guys that are not in the lineup today, but have been making moves during the other games, namely Corey Jolks, um, Justin Dearden. Mm. Um, There was a couple more off the top of my head that I don't remember. When they come to me, I'll just shout them out because that's how we like to do here on the ADHD Back That Astros Up show. (laughs) (laughs) Justin Dearden's been amazing. Justin Dearden has come on and just hit. And apparently if you, if you hit, you don't sit. I don't, I, I guess that's, that is the, uh, that is the, the rhyme that you I wasn't hit, aware of. You don't of. sit. Yeah. You, you're a poet and you didn't know it. I, you know, I can't take credit for that. I saw it on Twitter and I can't, I don't remember who I saw it on Twitter from. So I can't attribute any, any um, ownership to that. I'm sure the person on Twitter who I saw it from is not the original owner of that yeah. statement anyway. So, but Justin Dearden, uh, outfielder, for those that have not been able to watch any of the spring training games. Uh, does he play, play all three outfield positions, Rob, or just the corners? I can't remember. Don't Maybe. get me lying. I know um, he's an outfielder. Justin um, well, Dearden. To the common yeah. man, you're kind of wondering, like, if you can play left field, why can't you play right field? If you can play those, why can't you play center field? I guess center field well, probably the one that's the hardest to play. Yes, center field is the one that's hardest to play. You got to be, got to be quick. Got to be quick with it on in center. Um, so he does play all three outfield positions: right there field, center field, and left field. Um, and has been has been raking. Let's see. So let's cl- on Baseball Reference. Oh, you know what? Streamyard has this really cool little doohickey that I can just share my screen and then actually show you. Um, Justin Dearden's stats, because that's that's how we like to do here. We're gonna add that. Oh, look at look at that spring training. We're gonna click on it because I did click on it, and it's. it's I had his stats in my notes when I prepared for the show. Well, a lot of good that's gonna do you now, hit Rob. It, it, it was like <laughs> it was like a one point eight. Yeah, OPS. it's it's very high. It was very high, and I don't know. Stop sharing. Oh, here we go. It's very, it's very light, and I don't understand why it's very light, but that's okay. Um, why are you so light? Oh, that's why. Because there is a an ad on there. Okay, so his spring training games, he has uh, twelve plate appearances, nine at bats. Apparently, he's uh, drove 
excuse me, he's um, got four hits, a double, two home runs, three RBIs, three strikeouts. His batting average is 444. I don't, I don't know if that's good or not. Uh, <laughs> yeah. An OP, an on-base percentage of 583, a slug of 1.222, and an OPS of 1.8. Yeah. Um. I predict this guy will be in an Astros uniform before the year's over. I think so. I think I think so. And so now herein lies the question, um, Rob. I know that it, you know. Obviously, if you are an Astros fan, I mean, not and not like a casual Astros fan, you will know that Chaz McCormick is in the fight of his life to retain that center field position. I don't really understand why Chaz McCormick is in the fight of his life for that center field position because need I remind all y'all? I remember your video. What he did for us, and apparently, apparently that's he's only good winning. For... He's winning the fight so far, so it's okay. <sighs> Let's hope. Let's hope. Jake Myers, I do love you. Hopefully, you have that that BDE, that big dad energy. Maybe, hopefully, maybe we can package you and like send you off somewhere and get. I don't know. In the long run, no matter who I like, I want whoever plays the best to play. Feelings that's aside, true. I want to win. That's true. So, so then. Am I going to bring this up, Rob? I think I, I feel like I'm going to bring this up. Then why did you want Yuli back on the team? Because <laughs> I love Yuli Gurriel. I do. My, again, my heart my heart loves Yuli. But I love like Clay. The, the head says. Yuli mm. Gurriel was the American League batting champion two years ago. He had a bad season last year, but he showed up in the playoffs. And we are, you know. He so did show up got, in the playoffs. However, however, Rob, you got, like. You, you got to love him. We need we need playoff Yuli, ninety nine percent in the in the regular season, Yuli. But that's okay because you know I, I we can't love say that Yuli. I'm not happy about our new first baseman. I can't say that I am happy. Jose Abreu just hits that mf'er is amazing. Let's let's bring MF Jose Abreu's. I'm I'm crying I'm crying over here trying to be good but sometimes it doesn't work. Um, so it's 2023 spring training stat heads, uh, excuse me, baseball reference still up on the screen for our YouTube watchers. You guys can see the screen and you can see these, uh, baseball reference numbers for our audio only listeners. I'm sorry that can't you can't see baseball reference numbers, but you know, check us out on YouTube and stare at, um, Rob's lo lovely face and my makeupless face and, you know, look at the baseball reference, but my wife says I'm handsome, but I don't see it. You're very handsome. You're very I, handsome. But, I you know, it really it. only matters what your wife thinks. <laughs> so it's, it's one of those, she, you know. She's right outside the truck, so. <laughs> Did you kick her out of the truck for this? <laughs> no, they were still in there eating. I said, hey, you got to pay for this because I got to run out to the truck because I got, it's almost two. I got to get out there. I, in my head, your wife is just like in the in the drivers just peering into the windows no she is outside though okay um these spring training numbers are apparently taking 99 years to load so we're just gonna we're just gonna chat amongst ourselves most um, of the big those. boys haven't they haven't really even played that much not so much um but abreu is going to be one of those that will continue to get plate appearances because oh, he will yeah. not be, you know, joining the Cuba team for <laughs> the world of baseball classic. So let's see. Um, eight plate appearances, eight at bats. He has two runs, two hits, a double, a home run. He has two RBIs. His uh, batting average is 250. His OBP 250, his slug at 750 and his OPS go. at a one daughter. Uh, so I will take it. I will take all of those numbers for uh, Jose Abreu. And um, did you see? Did you see that he's got he's got a, a little a little pineapple hair going? No, well? I did not. He's got uh, he's got the goatee with the with ponytail. yeah with, with the ponytails. But he's got he's got a little pineapple thing going, and I don't know if that's a new thing because obviously I didn't watch that much White Sox baseball last year. Um, but I don't know if that's an homage to uh, you know to our former. Our former first baseman, or if that's a if that's just a thing that he's doing. So, um, but okay. So going back to, I got off of, I got off track because Abreu. We started talking he, about he has uh, been working on his defense a lot, knowing that he's filling in 
right for the for the ultimate gold glove first baseman so yes that's something but, you know you like to see from him um back of first baseman jj matajevic however though has been also doing he's been doing good as well he's been doing really well this um, is a guy that's predicted to probably not make the team but he's one of to me he's one of the guys on the bubble yeah and that makes me really sad because i was really hoping that that he would make the team but um in in that case, I don't know who else wouldn't make the team because, you know, we got Chaz, Jake. Um, I'm I'm predicting Dubon. David Hensley. I'm I'm predicting David Hensley makes makes the cut. David Hensley also. Um, if he's have, not if he's not hitting, he's walking. <laughs> I have the four uh, bench players. Right, you got the backup catcher, mm-hmm. which right now Corey Lee is winning that battle. Okay. And you've got Hensley. Mm-hmm. Dubon, mm-hmm. and one more. Who do, who are we missing? Oh, Jake Myers. I think that's the four that's going to make it. Do you think Jake Myers will not make it? And do you think Justin Dearden will? I wouldn't mind seeing that. I don't think I would mind seeing that either. Because because well, if you look at it, you have. I don't know if he can play infield, but you have. Dubon can play everything. So I, I see him making it. And then you have to have a backup catcher. Hensley's definitely the super utility guy. So the fourth guy you can, like, do you need a backup center fielder? Not really, because you have Dubon. But maybe if, if they want another center fielder, they can do that. They, they, if they wanted to go with three, if they want to go with three catchers and use Diaz, mm-hmm. they could do that. I don't see it happening, but yeah, I don't know. I, I just see Myers making the team and Matichevic being in the bubble. And I, I That's think sad. if Dearden, I think if Dearden gets on the team, it's after that service time manipulation period. Uh, if they're okay. still doing that, I don't think they're gonna call him straight up so it'll be sometime in april i guess so but i I see him wearing an astros uniform sometime this year without a doubt well jj medjevic also bats left which we all know that dusty likes his left handers so he can break up some of that right hand handedness but jj medjevic has also been raking um he has been that's eight at bats two two runs four hits a double a home run six ribbies um a 500 batting average a 500 obp uh one dot slug and a 1.5 ops yeah he's been doing well i mean you want to you want to talk about making it hard for your manager making decisions here matt jeffick is putting up a putting up he's, a he's more uh, flexible well. than jake myers so i would i would be okay with it uh, starting down and starting down in triple a is that what you're saying or no i mean yeah like to me, the battles between Matichevic and Jake Myers. Oh, I see. For I see. that last spot, but I, right, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'd rather have Matichevic, right? Because well, he can also uh, play first base, you know. Yeah. So, so I don't think Jake uh, Myers does anything except play center field. Except for center field. Well, let's see. Let's look him up on Baseball Reference, Jake. Because he'll he'll play center field, and Chaz will move over to left when they're both in there together. But, I mean, like I said, you have Dubon. Dubon's going to be the infielder. Yeah, it does say that Jake Myers literally only plays center field. I, yeah, so I think if you could play center field, though, you could play right and right and left. But oh. maybe that's just in my head. No? I don't know. I don't know. But, Chaz yeah, that's, 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 that's my life. Because me and Tom are going to do a prediction show later tonight who we think is going to make the roster. And that's – in the offensive side, that's my – that's my last spot. It's going to go to one of those guys. Gotcha. Well, see, and so for Chaz, it just says outfielder. <laughs> there you go. Just the outfield. All all the positions in the outfield. Um, yeah, so I really think that Chaz, Chaz is, that, is the center fielder. It's his job to lose, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Um, Dana Brown, Dusty have, have made, it, made it known that they are – Pardon me. Are wanting to see other gentlemen in that position. Uh, Dana Brown earlier in the week, I believe, has said that he was looking at Drew Gilbert and wanting Drew, hoping that Drew Gilbert was going to make some strides. I'm all, sir, we just drafted Drew 
through Gilbert. Are you telling me that he's jumping all the way up here all already? That guy's um, gonna blaze through the minors. I I do think, I do think talented. so. I don't think he, we will see him this year though. Uh, Jacob Melton, we saw today, um, yeah. was our second round pick. Um, so uh, he is raking, he, and the guy played nineteen minor league games last year. Yeah, I. So look out know. for this guy to blaze through the minors. Also, yeah, that guy I, end up in Corpus at the end of the year. That guy's gonna go fast. Yeah. So Jacob Melton, spring training numbers. Jacob Melton also plays all of the outfield yeah. positions. Um, our second round pick from Oregon State University. Oregon State, the Beavers. Yes, yes. the Beavers, not the Ducks. My no. uh, one of my one of my best friends went to Oregon State, and before I was aware of the differences in the Oregon, whatchamacallits, um, organizations, colleges, I offended her by calling her a duck. Oh, my goodness. Oh, look, we have comments. I wasn't even aware. <laughs> uh, one I, of our, I can't see them. Um, oh, well, let me let me get out of this, and maybe you can see them. Oh, no, I, probably not on your phone, though, because it's too small. No. Um one of our other variety sports network shows, uh, Inglorious Batters. It's best. That's the best name ever. I like that name. It's a, it's a very good name. Um, I don't know which of the there's three hosts for the Inglorious Batters um, yeah. podcast, and I don't know which which one is is actually here. So uh, let's see. Too bad y'all still have Maldonado. <laughs> Dude, Maldonado's the greatest. Maldonado's the greatest. Anybody that talks bad about him, they don't. <laughs> Who cares? Maldonado's my favorite player now that Yuli's gone. Oh. And he's awesome. He'll, he'll we, get him out. I Woo! will. I, yeah, I have feelings about, I have feelings that, that disagree with your feelings on Maldonado, Rob. <laughs> oh, I love him. Ma, look, Maldonado batted, I want to say 180 or something like that. And he had 60 hits, maybe 64 hits, but he had like 48 RBIs. Um, we will not go with the spring training numbers. We will go with last season's numbers is what we will go with. Um, look. So I know that he doesn't get very many hits, but when he does, they're productive. And plus, he's amazing defender. He works the pitchers. If you don't like Maldonado... I, I didn't say that I didn't like Maldonado. I just said I'm that I. You, you as an understood, you talking to the world. World, okay, I, okay, I that's don't fair. Care. I back Maldonado one thousand percent, and I always will. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. We we all love we all love who we love. Can and I, I ask well, you a question? Yes, Rob. Are you going to talk about the the two spot in the batting order? Is that on your notes for this show? That wasn't on my notes, but it can be. Dusty like Baker. I said, we're free easy here. Okay. So we signed Michael Brantley. And I put out this batting order. And I have Michael Brantley batting second. And Jeremy Pena batting seven. And people attack me. Like, what are you talking about? You don't know what you're talking about. Don't you know the numbers when, when Jeremy Pena bats in the two hole? And I said, you're going to put a guy batting 300 in the seven hole? Are you nuts? So Dusty Baker came out today. Or maybe it was yesterday. It seems like it was this morning. Yeah, it was this morning. And they, the... they asked him about who's going to bat second. They goes, I know Jeremy Pena did good last year, but he's not been good as long as Michael Brantley. If Michael Brantley's in the game, he's batting second. I mean, I can't, I can't dis, I can't disagree with him. You can't. I, you can't. Um, I, however, the. My boy Tom didn't agree with me either. He goes, no, no, no. You leave Pena in there. And I go, no, I don't, you don't. I don't think you do. I I get I get the thinking. I understand the thinking behind it. However, the fact of the matter is people, he came in, Jeremy Pena came in, he came in hot. Pitchers figured him out. He had that low and away slider that he couldn't hit for, Oh yeah. you know, a quarter of the season, a third of the season. But by I'm the end, moving around, folks. I'm, I'm holding my phone and my arm's getting tired. <laughs> but by then, at the end of the season, in the postseason, he figured it out. He figured it out. So the league like made Yuli the adjustment. Guriel. The league made the adjustment to Jeremy Pena. 
it took a little while for Jeremy Pena to make the adjustment back, but he did. And that's why I think his numbers were where they were because Jeremy Pena got better. And I don't think that it would have made any difference at the end of the season if, if he was batting second or if he was batting seventh, whatever. I think that Jeremy Pena became a better hitter. He was able to hit that low and away slider. Um, like or that bat off of it. Yeah. And, and spit on it. But that, that at bat where he got, where he set the table for Jordan and hit that, um, that single to, from Paul Seawald. If you go back and you look at that at bat, like where Paul Seawald threw that pitch, oh, it yeah. is exactly, exactly where he wanted to, to throw it. I mean, it is low and away. It dotted up that, that, that black and Jeremy Payne just didn't do, was- didn't try to do too much and hit the other way. Like, that's what you're he made the adjustment. Yeah. There was a time when Jeremy Jeremy Pena's batting and the guy throws the breaking ball low and away, swings at it. You're like, he's, he's gonna strike out. Like you can tell. That's how when how yep. bad he was for a period of time. But but it's kind of like, you know, there when someone's young, there's no scatter report on him. It that happens with pitchers. You put a new pitcher out there, he does good, they figure him out and they start hammering him. It's just the way baseball is. They figured him out, and he had to find a way. He's like, he has to find a way to hit it because he knows what they're going to do. They're going to throw it low and away until he figures it out. He figured it out. AL MVP, World Series MVP. Love Jeremy Pena. I also love Jeremy Pena. I love all the I bet you do. Jeremy Pena. <laughs> I bet um, you do. But here's the thing. Like, 94% of other fan bases – this is not what they are talking about. They are not talking about their their lineup construction because their one through seven hitters are just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, yeah. who, like I'm pretty sure that other that other lineups you could probably go one one through five, maybe one through six on the really good teams. But quite honestly, our one through seven hitters are ridiculous. Our eighth hitter is Chas McCormick, who on any other team would be batting higher than eighth. Oh yeah, and, you know, and then and and well, and then you got Maldi. So you know, at, at, but at this point, come you're on, not, you're not. Look, I, what, hey, I mean, somebody but, po- somebody posted their lineup, and and they're like, it was one through six, and I was like, how can you think you have the deepest lineup in baseball? When we have Jose Abreu batting six, are you nuts? Look right. at your six guy versus our six guy. No way you're the deepest lineup. Go no, ahead. I'm no. sorry. Well, and, I'm fired you know, up. I'm in the truck. You, I'm fired you up. Are. I like it. Maybe you should maybe you should go out in the truck more often, Rob. I'm just I saying. Should. Like, it's, I, I it's, really should. This is fiery, Rob. I like it. Um, <laughs> so, you know, again, uh, the league has bought – I, I want to say the league has gotten um, – spoiled with with um offensive catchers like i'm sorry that we can't all be you know like will smith and alejandro kirk and uh you know like real mucho like over here like you just unfortunately it's just not one of those things the defensive catchers are are what was for the longest time the bread and butter of the league i mean every once in a while you got you know like salvi perez that could do both but really and truly Catcher is, they don't care. They don't care if your bat is weak, especially with Maldi. So, you know, for all of our, our Maldi haters, because there's, there's lots of, lots Maldi of Maldi came Maldi in haters. in better shape too. He's motivated. He's got a chip he d- on his shoulder. He does. He never he does. doubt a guy with a chip on his shoulder. Well, I mean, he lost those 17 pounds, but let's hope that it does not affect his bat. Like it affected Yuli Gurriel's bat last year, because that's true. Yuli, Yuli- Gurriel. Yuli They're came like, in hey, and said, batting... "Oh, I lost, I lost my weight." And then the, ba- the batting champ came in looking better, and he was worse. I understand. He was worse. That. So you know, I'm like, please, please give so, Yuli back his coke and his pizzas. It was like Yuli Gurriel and Maldonado. It was like, okay, they're not hitting, but look at their look at their defense. Right. Well, but you know, um, so yeah. Anyways, so the the rosters. Well, and Michael Brantley said apparently he was away from the team for a little bit uh, dealing with a family matter. So he wasn't at spring break for a couple of days uh, or spring break, spring training for a couple of days. (laughs) 
It's spring yeah. training for, I mean, spring break for some people. Right. Um, but he's back. He's back with the team now. And according to Dana or Dusty, I can't remember who they said, it looks like Michael Brantley will be back, hopefully for opening day. Or if not opening day, maybe um, that first That's what week. I read. And he's so, ready for opening day. That's that's good news. If we if if Michael Brantley is back in the lineup, gah, <laughs> the the league is fucked. Like there's just there's just no way. Um, I'm going. <laughs> speaking of the league being fucked, um, did you see Rob the? I think it was Dan, and I cannot remember how to say his last name. Um, from I think Fangraphs, he did an AI. Zabransky or something. Zabransky, yeah. Um, an He's been AI on my thing. Show before, but I can't uh, know how to say his name. Of Zimbrowski. Oh, so he let the AI basically create um, like slogans or mottos for the, for all of the teams this year. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you see that? And uh, <laughs> some of fucked. them, some of them were funny. Right? But the Astros, the Astros, the Astros one, I, I think was the best because the Astros one was. Good luck, fuckers. <laughs> Good luck. That's what it is. So the first time I saw that, someone posted a picture of Kyle Tucker with that underneath it. And I was like, oh, my God. Kyle <laughs> Tucker said that? No. And then I call, I came across Dan's post. I'm like, oh, okay. Ooh, that kind of scared oh. me. I thought I thought, uh, I thought Kyle Tucker grew some balls in the offseason. No, like, no. wow. Well, well but I, apparently, apparently Kyle Tucker is, you know – is known for for just kind of talking though because there was some bulletin board material when during the World Series he's like you know I hope I hope it's done in four blah 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 yeah and he yeah, said like, it just so nonchalantly you know and everyone's like blah blah blah, blah. I'm like do you- I don't think he was talking shit though I, yeah I, no I th- I mean he's just being legit like hopefully we can beat him in like four or five and get it over with right. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it was meant the way that pe- some people took it, and it was funny that some people were trying to make it make it a thing. And I'm like, obviously, you've not talked to Kyle Tucker. I, obviously, you don't know Kyle Tucker's demeanor, his personality at all. Yeah. Because that's not that's not Kyle Tucker in the least bit. Like, yeah. I feel like if it was like Lance McCullers or maybe like Alex Fregman, oh, then yeah. maybe then maybe you can use it as some Baltimore material. Because because they they have that kind of persona uh but not so much here not so much with with the with the kyle tucker so um anyways it is six to two now um and that's that's all it's six to two and end of game we we have beaten the nats um so that is that is spring training game for today and we didn't have to travel far to beat them or they did didn't not. have to travel far to beat them they did not or we they, just did, had to... they didn't have to travel far to get beat this is true. I feel bad for I feel bad for the Nats because it, uh, I feel bad for the Nats. Anyways, um, so let's chat about a little bit about who you think, mm-hmm. Rob, will be the pitching lineup. Ooh. I mean, we all without, know that without McCullers, without McCullers is glass elbow. Uh, we all know that it will probably be Fromber and. Romber and Javi, one and two, right? Oh, yeah. Garcia. Yeah. So, Garcia in your three? Garcia's your three. All right. Who's your fourth? Rikidi. Okay. And then? Because there's nobody else. And then that's when it gets interesting because Hunter Brown was supposed to be the sixth guy, but now he'll be the fifth guy. So the, the talk is Brandon Belak, which is crazy, but he has a lot of experience, but it's not gonna be Forrest Whitley. It's not gonna be Forrest Whitley, and I'm pretty sure if it's if they roll Brandon Belak out as the fifth starter, six. I I'm saying if they go to six starters. Oh, so, if they go so to the six. Qu- okay. So the question is if they go to a six man rotation, who is that? If they okay. don't, then you have to fill the bullpen up. And I don't have my notes with me, but there's a few, you know, like like the new guy. They got Gage. Oh, Matt Gage, yeah, left-hander. Matt Gage. Mm-hmm. I can see this guy beating Blake Taylor for for that left-handed spot. And 
Well, so let's let's chat about the the players, the, um, the the guys who are already in the kind of the bullpen that we saw last year. Do you think Seth Martinez will be will be back in there? One hundred percent. Okay. The Magic Man. Do you think? Do you think Phil Mayton? Oh, that's, Phil Mayton. That's that's the guy on the bubble. That's one guy that I I wish I had my papers. Have we my seen? Notes because... I don't think we've seen Phil Mayton this this spring. Have we? No. We you haven't seen him since he punched the uh, that was all BS too. He he wasn't even mad that his brother got a hit on him, but that was a lie. But I do see him because there's no McCullers. If they go with a five man rotation, they need another bullpen guy. And I kinda seen him getting I kinda see him getting a chance. So do you think JP France will break with the team then? No. Have I don't think we've seen JP France. Either have we? Oh, him or his mustache. Um, I'm trying to think of who who we've seen. So Joe Rucker just pitched. Yeah. Um, because there's not much room. Like, no. If you go, if you go with six starters, there's only seven bullpen arms, and you got Presley, Montero, Naris, Magic Man, Stanek. Did you Stanek. say Stanek? No, Satanic, so okay. that's five. It's only got two left. And, you know, maybe once a lefty. That's what I'm saying. Like, maybe Phil Maton and Gage. That might be the seven. But you need another one if you go if you go at five. I just, I honestly don't see them going with a five-man rotation because they, they want to keep a limit. They want to keep an eye on the uh, number of innings that people like Garcia – and maybe even Javier, and especially Hunter Brown. They don't want Hunter Brown pitching every five days. So I do, that's what I'm saying. Maybe Belak. A lot of people won't agree with that. And, I mean, he, he might get lit up every time, but I think it's more about keeping these guys' innings down and making sure that they're they're healthy they're, and ready to healthy. go in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, Corey Jolks. Remember way back when, when I said, hey, I'm going to remember that other player that also has been raking that I can't remember? Yeah. Corey Jolks. <laughs> Corey, Corey Jolks. Jolks. I would have bet half of my paycheck that he was going to get picked up in the Rule 5 draft. Yes. I was so like, surprised that he, he didn't. Like 36 home runs and 90 RBIs and AAA in like 142 games. And they don't even look at him. That uh, Apollo, someone from Apollo. Mm-hmm. They they made uh, Astros top whatever it was, and he wasn't even on there. The guys uh, like get zero respect. Yeah, I, I, I feel bad for He's got a home run um, this post this spring training, right? He's got a yeah, home run. So he plays. Um, his positions are according to Baseball Reference: left field, right field, and third. Um, obviously, all of those positions blocked by current players yeah yeah it's like the rodney dangerfield of the yeah. astros no respect um, no respect i yeah i was really surprised he did not get put, picked up on the rule five draft i i really thought that someone was going to grab him but again i don't think i don't really think that that he has that i, I don't want to say put up an impressive showing because he definitely has so i i don't know i'm trying to say I'm trying to see if there's like a hole in a swing or what, because he's got some pop in that bat. Um, also, a local kid from UH went to high school in Friendswood. Um, let's see, where is so oh. spring training numbers? Um, Eleven at bats, uh, three hits, two RBIs. His slug is 7.27 and one dot OPS. I mean, no respect. He's got a he's got a triple and a home run, two ribbies. I I don't I don't know I don't understand it. Like like he's a guy that you could put in a trade package, but every why would someone trade for him? Everybody in the league had a chance to get him. Get him, yeah. I, I, let's see. If his so, numbers last year don't impress you, then you, he can't impress anybody. It's just yeah. nuts. He had let's see, um, five hundred ninety plate appearances. Had 141 hits, 21 doubles, four triples, 31 home runs, 89 ribbies, 22 stolen bases. So he's got some wheels on him as well. Yep. Um, 56 walks, 270 batting average, and 
an OPS of 854. I don't like what more. I mean, uh, granted, like obviously, yeah. You know, I'm like, what more do you want? But I mean, he could definitely be a serviceable fourth outfielder for yeah. some team. You know, like yeah. I guarantee you that he's probably putting up better numbers than some of the people on the Pirates or the Reds right now. <laughs> when I went and watched uh, Corpus play the missions, I got him. He was up in the stands visiting his family, and I got him to sign a baseball. Oh, so fun. when he started, he started raking. So the same baseball as him and Luke Berryhill in the same baseball. Oh, awesome. And I'm, and I'm like, God, I hope this guy becomes something because I have a signature. But Tom got us a good baseball. Oh. He went to the Space Cowboys when they were doing the World Series trophy tour, maybe. Or I don't know what Ooh, it was. Uh-huh. But it's like Seth Martinez. David Hensley <gasps> and someone else. He got two bases. Oh. So we both had that baseball. And that's awesome. Because Magic Man, Seth awesome. Martinez, we love him. On Astro Baseball, love, we love, love Seth, Martinez. Seth Martinez. That is my that is my like ultimate dream is to have all of the autographs of the entire team on a baseball. Like, and it's obviously like not to sell, like just for me yeah. to have as like a prized possession. Oh yeah. That would be that would be amazing, um, but yeah. So uh, you know, bullpen's full. Phil Maton, Maton. But see, I I feel like Phil Maton's obviously. I think Phil Maton's gonna get it because he is he. They they um, avoided arbitration with him, gave him a contract. Like he's there. I, I think uh, he will too. Which I don't know. The first the when we first got him, he was freaking amazing. Then he got yeah. married. I mean, I'm, blame, people are gonna, people I'm are blaming the marriage. Hurt. People are going to get hurt. These guys that don't make it out of spring training, they're going to get their shot. Like you look at Seth Martinez, up and down, up and down. For a long time, he had that zero ERA. Oh, yeah. He would, he would get people on base. Like the first two guys would get on base, and he would get out of it. And that's why we nicknamed him Magic Man. And now it's like zero doubt. There's yeah. zero doubt that this guy is not going to be on the team. Yeah. Um, let me – I I really am – Or there's zero doubt our... that he is going to be on the team. Let me – let me go to Fangraphs real quick, and let me see the 26 – What I'm covering my video up with my thumb. Oh. I'm sorry. Well, don't do that. Goodness. Well, I, I just changed hands. My arm's getting tired, but I'm, 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 I'm working through it. I'm I'm impressed, Rob. Thanks for thanks for sticking in here with us. Uh, My wife usually has her selfie stick with her, and that would be as any good Asian TV. would. As any good Asian would. <laughs> She's um, sitting next to me now. What? So she should know. <laughs> yeah. uh, see, she she's she's agreeing with me, huh? She can't hear you. Oh, okay. Well, just kidding. Fine. Um. Okay. So roster resource for. The Astros have, let's see, um, our projected bench being Corey Lee, David Hensley, Mauricio Dubon, Jake Myers, um, and then so, the projected bullpen. That's what I said. Ryan Presley, Rafael Montero, Brian Abreu, Hector Neris, Ryan Stanek, Phil Maton, Seth Martinez, and Brandon Belak. There you go. So... Did they have one of the lefties in there? You kind of read it so fast, I didn't hear it. Nope, no lefties, all righties. Say them again, because I didn't hear it. Maybe, um, your maybe your listeners didn't hear it as well. Say the relievers again. <clears throat> uh, Ryan Presley, yes. Rafael Montero, Brian Abreu, Hector Neris, Ryan Stanek, Phil Maton, Seth Martinez, and Brandon Belak. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. Um, and then the CJ Stubbs is just, is making a name for himself too. He's been, he's been raking in, 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 uh, spring training as well. He's going to keep there. my boy Luke Berryhill down at Corpus. That's what he's going to end up doing. <laughs> is he? I forget that Luke Berryhill is a catcher. Like, uh, for some reason, I can never remember what Luke Berryhill is. I knew that CJ Stubbs was a catcher, but not, not you... Luke Berryhill. Luke Berryhill is a uh, Nashville superstar. Superstar, yeah, um, yeah. This so, stuff well, that he recorded in Nashville is amazing. I have been listening. Mind. I, I, my mind has already been blown, Rob. I have listened to it. I've heard. I like it. 
Um, let's see. So Yiner Diaz, Cesar Salazar, who we've seen in spring training. We haven't seen much of Luke Berryhill. We've seen a couple of plate appearances. CJ yeah, he's Stubbs. played two games. He's been had four plate appearances. Um, CJ Stubbs, like I said, has been rigging. We've seen JC Correa, the other Correa brother. Oh yeah, a couple appearances. Um, Colin Price. Have we seen? I don't think we've seen Colin Price. Um, and then none of those other. We've seen, obviously, we've seen JJ Matajevic. We've seen Scott Schreiber, a couple of plate appearances as well. Will Wagner also making a making a name for himself, along, along with Shea Wakeham. Um, Ryan Banyan, Joe Perez, Corey Jolks, we've all seen. Will Wagner, wow. I am super impressed with Will Wagner. I mean, I don't know why. I don't know why, why we'd all be surprised. Yeah. considering who like his dad is fame, your dad's like a hall of fame pitcher like yeah it's in your my, uh, it's in your dna my question is did did billy wagner throw to will wagner and just have him <laughs> try and hit his dad all the time like like maybe i, I want to know if i want to know if will wagner had batting practice with with dad billy wagner and if Probably. so that would be <laughs> that would be a story in and of itself. Um, well, guaranteed that happened. He probably helped coach his high school team. I think I think he did. I think I, uh, I it seems like he he was a coach for some high school team, and it, thinking about it now, it had to have been his sons. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, we we have seen we've seen Bly we've seen Bly Madras Madras. Yeah. We've seen some Marty Costas. We've seen some Ross Adolph. Yeah. We've seen Zach Daniels a couple times. We've seen uh, Colin Barber a couple times too, haven't we? Yeah. Zach Daniels is going to be good. Um. What? So he plays What's, all of the outfield positions. That's going to be a fair foul someday. What's better, Jack Daniels or Zach? Daniels? That, or Zach because, Daniels? Because he's going to be good. I watched a video compilation of him, and the guy's got some power. I I need to. I need to assess our minor leaguers a little bit better because I I've been slacking on my my knowing of the minor leaguers. Not Just been bring on one of the guys from Astros Future; they'll tell you everything you need to know. I I, I would love to chat with Kenny. I will. I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna DM Kenny here afterwards. Be like, Kenny, what's up? Yeah, he'll do it. He's a nice and kid. Either one of them, Kenny, Jimmy, either he, one. He could- he goes to college at Purdue, so he's like a college student doing all this stuff. Him and Jimmy, they do an amazing job. And uh, they get all those guys on their podcast because they all know who they are. Right. And, and uh, you know, they'll get excited like, hey, did you see your video made it on Astros Future? So, like, what they do is a big deal for those guys. Right. Uh, um, I don't, I don't know. Put a little bug in your in your boy Luke Berryhill's ear, Rob, because I have reached out to Luke Berryhill to ask him to come on the show, and he's like, "Oh yeah, we'll see." Blah blah blah. And I was like, "Okay." So I'm just saying, you know, the invitation is there. Um, <laughs> I can probably make that happen. Hey, any point in time, we would love we would love to have him. You know, me now and my wife, me and my wife. I mean, you know, we just well, call him Luke. The, we just call him Luke. You know. Right, well, you know, now that now that Dallas Braden and Shelby and I are all best of friends over here, like oh, I, yeah. we're we're big time. We're big time over here at the sure. uh, at the number one uh, Astros podcast led by women in Houston. That's, there you what, go. that's what we're gonna run with. That Shelby with, and I with an, with an Asian host. Right. We're just gonna get real specific, yeah. and that way the claim will be true. <laughs> hey, y'all are doing a good job. You do a really good job of promoting what you're doing, and I, I think people are get on board. It, it makes us laugh, and we we have fun with it, and that's really all that matters in the in the yeah. end. Um, but yeah, I I think what what really cracks me up is the fact that all of the nationally ranked, um, you know papers and sites and whatnot that come out and say, oh, the Astros farm system is cooked, blah, blah, blah. I don't get that. You know, and yet we continually churn out these minor leaguers that you're just all, where, where'd you come from? Where, who are you? What, 
what happened there, you know? And yeah. so I don't, I can't put too much stock into all of these lists and what whatnot because of, of the results of the freaking results that, that we are, that I, we are seeing with our own two eyeballs. You Forrest know? Whitley's always been a high ranked guy and he never even sniffed the major leagues. Right. Oh, Forrest Whitley. I, Poor guy. I'm, I'm hoping that at some point we can actually see him in an Astros uniform. <laughs> we'll see. We shall see. I don't. I think they're moving him to the bullpen this year, so. But who, for the, for the Astros? Well, I mean, that, that was the plan for him to get some work in the bullpen because apparently being a starter isn't working for him. Right. Because he's got, he's got good stuff, but like maybe he can go in there and get three outs and, and leave and then get three outs tomorrow or the next day. But I don't know. I went, I was excited. I went to go watch him in Corpus one year. He was bad. Yeah. He was he was really bad. Well, and I feel I feel bad for the kid. In between COVID and then being hurt and then, you know, taking the Adderall when you don't have the Adderall prescription, you know, oh, it's yeah. just I uh, didn't know that I took it. Right. I'm like, I'm pretty sure you you would. You know, whatever. Yeah. Um yeah. but Rono Blanco has also been an interesting little little case. You know there. what you just said? We have no, we have no depth in our minor league system. <laughs> we have so many good guys that we don't have room for. Exactly, exactly. So I, I don't think we have an issue with that at all. At, no, not at all. And Rono Blanco, for again, for our our listeners that have not watched, been able to watch any of the spring training he's games, good. he's he's very very good. And he was pitching an inning while Dana Brown was up in the booth with um, with Todd Callis and and Steve Sparks, and had had was kind of mentioning that he would love to see Ronel Blanco maybe stretched out into a starter or a long reliever as well because he has yeah. um, three four different pitches and was just absolutely filthy. So you know between him. Um, we all remember Anoli Paredes, who you know came on during the COVID season when, and was absolutely amazing. Unfortunately, Electric. yeah, came came back in the 2021 season. And I honestly think that pitching in front of crowds was his was his downfall. Yeah, yeah. I I think that it got into his mind and just kind of uh, kind of messed with uh, his little brain a little I bit. I think the so. Astros need to find a sixth starter not named Brandon Belak. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe we're looking at Ronald Blanco. Ronald Blanco, it. come on down. You Let's know. do it. Let's so, do it. um, we yeah, it is. Uh, I think I think the phrase last year that if I never hear the phrase ever again, it will be too soon. But unfortunately, there is not another turn of phrase that I can come up with that that equally paints the picture. Wealth of riches. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, how how often did we hear that phrase last year talking about our bullpen, talking about our pitch, pitching? Because there are literally, there is literally too many guys. There is. And not enough spots. I mean, looking looking at the thing, we, you know, Ty Buttry, <laughs> that we've barely seen in spring training. Matt Gage, who we talked about. Ronald Blanco. Brian Garcia agreed to a minor league contract. Uh, Blake Taylor, avoiding arbitration. Uh, Parker that's that's weird. Home. Like that's, <laughs> it's it's weird to avoid arbitration with somebody. Like, please, please don't leave us. Let's right. let's figure this out. But uh, you're in the minor leagues. Yeah, that's what I. I mean, I just think one of those lefties are going to make it, but we'll see. Yeah. Well, but our lefty was was Parker Machinsky, and then I guess he was hurt. Yeah. So it was it was Blake Taylor, then Machinsky, and then. Then nobody, but we win the World Series without one, so we've yeah. already proved you don't need one. Well, and I think that um, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't don't they believe in Ryan Stanek's splitter though to get out to get out lefties? Isn't like the way that the ball spins? They, did you watch the World Series in the playoffs? They don't believe in Ryan Stanek at all. They don't. The guy had like 1.18 ERA, and they didn't believe him at all. Now, don't get me wrong. I love Ryan Stanek, and I think that Ryan Stanek and um, Jess make make the cutest freaking babies in the entire world. 
Uh, but I think Ryan, I don't think they, they trusted Ryan Stanick's walk rate. They, I don't think they trusted oh, okay. his walk rate. Right. Come right. on now. Let, didn't let me finish. Um, so right. again, I love him. I love him, but I don't, I think that was his Achilles heel was his walk rate. Um, but yeah, so Astros fans just, just know that when you hear these people saying that the Astros have no depth and that our farm system is cooked and all of this BS. It's, it's not true. It's not true. No. The, the, for, for the in, in the trenches fans that, that know these things that, that watch all of the minor league ball and watch all the moves that are made. We're here to tell you right now, farm system is not cooked. Okay. The uh, prospect ratings is somebody's opinion. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it is. It's somebody's opinion, and it's, but it's not my opinion. No. And so, um, never, never underestimate chips on shoulders because that is a driving force in the in the world. Maldonado. <laughs> yeah. And I just just know, Astros fans, that we are in a good position now. Am I going to go so far as to say that we are going to win back-to-back World Series? My balls not that big. Okay, not that big. <laughs> Um, do, I don't think, will I, I mean, say it hasn't happened in so long? Yeah. Will I say that we have a fighting chance? 1000%. Huge I, I fighting chance. We have, we have a huge chance to go back to the world series. And again, it's baseball and anything can happen. Need I remind you the Phillies won like 86 games and that's who we played in the world series. I have more confidence in us getting there than I do winning. Yeah. Like my confidence so, level to get there again is is high, like yeah, what you just yeah. said. I like, I I will say that my balls are big enough to say that the AL runs through Houston. Oh, of course. For at least Everybody a couple more that. years. For at least a couple more years. Now, after the ALCS, anything can happen. Um, but that's that's what we're gonna end the show on, guys. We're we are gonna end the show on um, Susie's balls are big enough. To Whoa. predict that the AL runs through Houston. However, hi. Oh, she can't hear me though. Never mind. She's like, no, I'm not gonna look. She's taking <laughs> selfies of us. <laughs> <laughs> like a like a true Asian. <laughs> well, is she doing the peace sign too? If she's doing Babe. the peace sign too, that that's that. <laughs> um, that's awesome. You're famous now, babe. You're famous. So, um, again, for our audio only, listen- audio only listeners, uh, we just saw a, be- a shot of Rob's beautiful wife, um, who was taking selfies while <laughs> while on the truck, and we waved. So, go check out the YouTubes for that. Um, we we want to thank Rob for filling in for Shelby. Rob, tell uh, tell the listeners where they can find um, find the show. Astros baseball. You can find it everywhere. We also have a YouTube channel. But we don't put them on there very much because it's kind of a lot of work to do the backgrounds and everything. So I think we might just start throwing the videos up with the black the black uh, lines underneath it. But, uh, yeah, you can find us at Ast- on uh, Astros Baseball. That's the name of the podcast. Anywhere you listen, we're everywhere. You can't, you can't listen somewhere and not find us. We're easy to find. And I'm at, Ast- at Rob Fontenot on yep. Twitter. F O N. T E N O T. That's yes. that's Twitter. Um, you can find his information in the uh, episode description. I've put the Twitter handles for Rob and the show in the in the show description, so you guys can check that out. Um, if not, you can go to my Twitter at back that Astros up without the A in that, um, or Susie Fulton one one one. That's my personal Twitter. Um, again, we want to thank Rob for filling in for Shelby today. I appreciate you, Rob, doing the show without your notes and in your truck. We, <laughs> that's, that's what we it like. It was the first. I, well, we I like appreciate it. you having me. It was fun. Again, um, Rob, we want to say thank you. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, your beautiful wife for also hanging out with us and being patient in the truck. And with that, we will close the show. So thank y'all and have a great day. Yay, baseball. Peace. Oh, oops. Hold on. Just kidding. I can't do the things because I was supposed to click on something first. And then we'll close the show. There we go. Close the show.